0: Ralph Sanjay WGSO. Sleepers, stay cabs dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction, accepting your consignments too at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th. Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459.
1: With the Monday installment of the Food Show, I'm Marianne Fitzmorris. I would love to talk food with you. That's what we do. That's what some Fitzmorris has been doing for 35 years. Let's keep going with it. Oh, my goodness. I have such a lot to say today. And it was just a ridiculous eating weekend. I could talk for two hours just what we did over the weekend. Josh, have you done any of the fish fries, either restaurant fish fries or Catholic school fish fries? I have not. Okay. Is that something you have ever done?
2: I have not chased it down, no.
1: Okay. (laughs) You know, that's a very good way of putting it, because you kind of, sort of do have to do that. I hope that we will be talking to someone from the Archdiocese today. I have put out that feeler, and I don't know if it's actually going to happen. I just checked my email and saw that it... uh, that they are finding someone to do that. I don't know if they will do that before three o'clock today. I really do hope so, because I would like to talk about it before too many weeks goes by and we don't have a lot of openings the rest of the week. So I hope today will be a day that they can do it. The first Friday in Lent was a fun little exercise. We went to, uh, we stayed on the North shore because the weather was really forbidding nothing like today, which is just gorgeous. But um, we went, oh, gosh, okay, well, I'm just going to fill in with my stories while we don't have someone on the phone, so let's not have them wait. Let's go to Matthew. Hi, Matthew.
3: Hello. So, this weekend we went to another new place.
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm just so impressed.
3: Well, don't be too impressed. <laughs> uh, we went to uh, Fisherman's Cove slash Harbor uh,
1: Oyster Bar and seafood. That's one uh, of Patty's and, favorites. It's too bad Patty's not here today because she loves that place.
3: Oh, somebody kidnapped Patty! Oh dear, that's like yes, uh, yes. So uh, first off, it has two bars. Uh-huh. And there w- there were no oysters drinking at either one of them.
1: <laughs> really? Oh my gosh, really? Yes. That was that was this yes. Friday? Was this Friday? No, this was uh, Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, maybe Friday yeah, maybe. kind of bled them out of oysters. Cuz well, you know there's a lot of people out looking for seafood on Friday evening. Right now. The only so.
3: thing I was looking for on Friday evening was my house. I'm I'm still on the road for an hour and a half from work.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. (gasps) That hurts just listening to that. Go ahead.
3: So, uh, yeah, it's just you would think at an oyster bar, oysters would be drinking there, but no. I guess. Um, That's
1: curious. It is.
3: So the. my wife had the stuffed melaton, stuffed with uh, crab meat dressing, and it had uh-huh. real crab meat. Yeah, Didn't eat good. The melaton, so she ate the whole As it crab
1: should, meat. as it should. Go ahead.
3: And I had the blackened catfish with something called Robinson sauce.
4: Hmm.
3: And it's a red sauce with kind of an almost marinara-ish. Consistency, but not super sweet like a, uh, a ma- an Italian marinara sauce. But it had uh, a very tomato f- flavor. Sounds like catfish Cubion, maybe with a little tiny shrimp in it, which were all very tasty. <laughs>
1: Okay, I thought you said a little tiny shrimp. So little tiny shrimp. Okay, uh huh. So did you yeah, like this experience? Did you? Is this a place you would return to? Oh yes, yes. You would. Okay. all right, Was that th- that was your first time you were there?
3: Absolutely. My wife and I kept saying we're gonna have to stop there and eat there.
1: Okay. And so you finally, fine. did Matthew? We'll I am. There. I am so happy to see you getting out and about like this. So that's wonderful. Yeah, and, uh, it's
3: a it uh, little bit more pricey than uh,
1: mm-hmm.
5: what
3: we're accustomed to, but not extremely. I mean, we're not yeah. talking, you're suddenly uh-huh. finding yourself at Ruth's Chris. Right. <laughs> nothing like okay. that.
1: Uh-huh. Well, good. So. I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad that you have had a pleasant experience and are not too shell-shocked by the price, so that's good. I like cool. hearing these different reports.
3: Well, I like sharing them.
1: Okay, good. I appreciate it, Matthew. Thank you. Call us again.
3: <laughs> I will endeavor to do so. Next time I have something new and interesting to Okay, I, I love, love
1: it. Go ahead.
3: There was one one question I wanted to sure. ask you. Go ahead. And maybe you know the answer and maybe you don't. Why is it that at a restaurant the ketchup says, do not you do not need to refrigerate, but when you get the bottle... Supposedly from the same manufacturer, home, it says, refrigerate immediately upon opening.
1: Well, my guess would be that, and I don't know, uh, but and I've never read the ketchup bottles in restaurants or at home, but I would assume that it probably means that since a ketchup bottle is going to be sitting out 24-7 at a restaurant, that it's okay and it's probably okay for you to do the same thing with your ketchup bottle at home if the one in the restaurant can be okay. All of that stuff is would, so loaded with preservatives. You know what I mean? It's just you don't even want to think about that. Don't think you know, about I, it, Matthew.
3: I, I, I generally don't, but my wife sees these things, and she immediately has to refrigerate She's a
1: curious person. Well, ask the person in the restaurant next time. I'd be curious to hear what they have to say. Oh, what would they say?
3: I don't know. to you. <laughs> <laughs>
6: okay.
1: Well, I do not know why that would be. I'm guessing that it is that the restaurants cannot refrigerate their ketchup, and so they, it stays in one little caddy in one little section, and they bring it out every day. But it just goes no. to show you that it's probably not something you need to worry about at home. And I can I can vouch probably, for that because I don't you know. do it at home. So and anyway, all right, Matthew. And I'm not dead, but I don't I sure don't recommend that? that people I don't recommend that people uh, copy the things that I do though. I really don't. Aha, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> all right. Take care. All okay. Have a good day. Bye bye. You too. Bye-bye. 556-9696 five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. It's a food show you're listening to. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris. We would love to talk food with you. If you had an interesting dining weekend, call me and tell me about it. Oh, I forgot to tell Matthew that he needs... To, I think I told Matthew that he needs to go to the brick oven before. But if he's still listening, Matthew, you need to go to the brick oven because clearly you are a Kenner uh, resident or um, near nearby environs Um clearly so um that is uh something you should you should try we like brick oven gosh so much eating over the weekend so we had so much fun last weekend staying on the north shore we went to both a catholic school fish fry which was terrific and a pyre barbecue uh fish fry which is a couple of pieces of fantastically good fried catfish over a big pile of ordinary fries with some hush puppies and it was an obscene price of like $12.99. We did that last week and so it was so much fun and the weather was uh not good but the weather's been great so I was really looking forward to some driving around this time so we left the North Shore pretty much right after the show and then we, well, you know, before I launch into this, I'm just going to say we have a break. So let's take a break, and we'll be back with more of the food show after this. What's
7: going on Mandeville Seafood has been a local favorite, serving their house-made roast beef poor boys, seafood poor boys, and even a French fry poor boy in a fast, casual environment. Here is an extensive menu of salads and sandwiches and fried seafood, baskets and platters, as well as sides like stuffed artichokes, meat pies, and jalapeno cheese bites, and we love the very attentive service here at Mandeville Seafood Restaurant and Market, celebrating 25 years. I get misty, just holding your hand.
1: Mandeville Seafood is one of those places I attempted to go to a couple of times this week. The first time, I literally could not get into the parking lot, which is enormous. And uh that just was not gonna happen. So I went two days later and did not remember that they close at five on Sunday and I passed by at a and I passed by actually when they were probably still open, but I went to walk the dog and on the way back they were closed. So still have not gotten Either the trout, which is probably not there, or the catfish, which is, not a catfish, uh, crawfish, which is no doubt uh, leaving like hot cakes Because Will is very good at boiling crawfish. He definitely has the touch. Catfish, oh, we love I was going to go there again today, but we didn't make it there. So... Uh, we didn't make it anywhere. We just kept driving around, and time didn't want to get out anyplace. And so I, we just, well, I'll, I'll get to that. But there's plenty more to talk about of the eating the FitzMorises did over the weekend. So on Friday, we left and headed directly to the South Shore. And I thought, you know what? The, the, the thing with the Catholic School of Fish Fries is that they're kind of limited in their hours. So I think they open at like 4.30 or 5, and they're closed by 7. So you really got to get there. I don't know. Is anyone better at Catholic school fish fries than me? Is it best to get there early or best to get there when they close? But it's definitely not best to get there in the middle of it. I can tell you that having tried that a few times. So we, I, I texted a friend of mine who lives in that neighborhood asking what the good fish fry was in that neighborhood. And I was told it was St. Catherine. So I thought, well, we'll hit the the fish fry first before going to get the restaurant fish fry. So we arrived at St. Catherine. There wasn't a single parking place, but it didn't matter because I wasn't getting out of the car anyway because the line for the fish fry was halfway through the middle of the parking lot. And I knew that that was at least an hour wait. And so we didn't go i'm really getting to be a fan of drive through everything because otherwise i have to leave tom in the car or take tom neither of which are appealing to me so um i'm becoming a real fan of the drive through there's one at saint anselm on the north shore are there only drive throughs on the north shore because i don't seem to see them anywhere on the south shore okay let's go to keith hi keith hello how are you i'm okay you
8: Good. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you. I have a question I've been trying to get answered for a long time. Okay. Why Why do you have to completely cook chicken, but you don't have to completely cook duck? You can get duck medium rare, but you can't get chicken. You can't eat it that way. I'll, I'll, nobody's been able to answer that question.
1: Well, you know what? Your track record remains. But I will say this. Do you really want to eat duck pink like that? I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand why duck is like that. Like, to me, duck has to. I love duck and get it pretty much everywhere I go, unless it says duck breast, in which case I don't. Do you eat duck breast?
8: I do eat duck breast, and I like it very crisp. Obviously, the skin very crispy. But, you know, to some very fine restaurants here in New Orleans, They'll ask you, you know, the chef usually cooks it medium, a little pink. And it's just, not that I really care for it, but I just, I was curious, is what makes a duck different than a chicken? You know, okay. I, don't, I don't know.
1: Okay, I do not know that either. That is a question Tom could probably have answered off the top of his head. But I'm going to ask you, I, I do you eat, listen every day because tomorrow I am going to call Gunter. And ask him that question, because he will definitely know the answer to that.
8: That sounds fine. And how about if I just give you a call back tomorrow?
1: I love it. Okay. All right. So we're going to ask Gunter. I'll call him after the show and okay. ask him if he'll come on and, and chat about that. That is an interesting question. I've never thought of it, because I never eat duck breast, and I never have even been curious about it. I find it to be kind of tough. Do you, do you find it tough?
8: Well, I mean, I guess it's all in the preparation. I've never really had it tough, other than when I've tried to cook it. And now <laughs> I'm, I'm taken to, now I'm taken to believe it or not, to sous vide and everything. And I and I've beat that. I haven't had a dried chicken breast or a or, uh, uh, or piece of pork in three years because of the okay. sous vide.
1: Well, good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you like it. See, I don't mind sous vide anything but beef. I do not care for the way sous vide changes the chemical makeup of, I guess, the fibers in the beef. But I can always tell <laughs> when a piece of beef has been sous vide, and I don't care for it. But I really do like the well, other stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, all right. That. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him that. I'll, That's a great question. Thank and you. And I'll give good. you a call back tomorrow. Okay. Good question. Bye-bye. All right. Bye bye. Okay. Okay. If you are chef and would like to answer that question, uh, I would love to hear it. If you just know the answer to that question, we will take that as well. Uh, Otherwise, I will defer to Gunter's wisdom tomorrow. So we were heading across the lake. We got to St. Catherine. I said, this is definitely not happening. And it was now about six o'clock. So I called, when we left there, I called Gabrielle, which is where we were heading to get their $20 fish plate. And they said that they had already sold out, because by this time it was 6 o'clock. So I could see that we will have to order that earlier uh, next week. So we skipped the Gabrielle thing. What I've noticed about the fish fries this year for restaurant fish fries is that there are just... A few of them. There's not even a handful of them. And I don't know if that will change as we move forward through Lent. But I feel like they would have announced that they were doing it if they were doing it. So I think that we're going to be sticking probably with the Catholic school fish fry to chase every Friday. We did not do any, quote, fish fry on Friday night. We wound up going to Basin Seafood which is an Edgar Caro restaurant. Josh, have you been there?
2: I have not been to Bayes' Have you restaurant. been
1: to any of Edgar Caro's restaurants?
2: Which would yeah. those be?
1: Baru. Baru.
2: I have been to Baru. Wait, is this the same one that has uh, Maesarepas? Uh, the-
1: no, I, I, wait. Um, I, thought- I, I don't think so. I thought that they did. And then I believe, I don't remember who I talked to. But I think that they said, no, he does not have Maís Arepas. And I thought that he did it one time. So maybe he maybe he spun that one off. But he has Brasa. I've been to Brasa. Brasa. steak. Yes. And he's opening the one in Morton's, if it's not already open, in the old Morton's. And um, let's see. He's got. Uh, I have been one? to
2: Baru, but it's been a decade, so it doesn't.
1: Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, you know, he's consistently good, but the the two on Metairie Road, what's it called? It's not Coyacan, It's, to, uh, I have to look it up. Next door to Brasa is his Mexican place. And somebody called Josh and tell him what it is. I'm drawing a complete blank. So I think he's got like four or five restaurants. But I did think he had Maíz as And I just, I don't know why I'm thinking that he doesn't. Because I believe somebody told me he didn't.
2: Is it Zocalo?
1: Zocalo, that's it. Thank you, Zocalo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he has those two next door to each other. And I think that's it. He used to have a cool place across the side street from what is now, what's the beer plate? No, Lula. Lula. But uh, and it was a really cool place and really, really good. I mean, the guy is so good. I love his food. And, um, and and so I was really kind of curious to see what Basin was. I remember going to Basin a while back and I thought it was fine, which is pretty much what I thought of this. I was a little disappointed because I am a uh, an effusive fan of Edgar Caro. And I was a little disappointed that it didn't send me to the moon as I feel like his other food does. I think Brasa is fantastic. Do you like Brasa?
2: Oh, yeah. Brasa is next level. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's definitely next level. Absolutely. And maybe he's focusing his attention on Brasa and that ilk and also the new one, Brasa steak, that's going to be in Morton's and, you know, maybe not stopping in as much at Basin. I thought Basin was a really cool little place, though. I really liked the feel of it. I was not expecting to really like the feel of it, but I really did. I I felt very comfortable. It was kind of cozy. It was kind of happening. And I I really enjoyed sitting there. They have the, it's kind of smallish. And uh, I like the way everybody kind of does everything. And there's this kitchen bar that you can kind of peek into where they are working their tails off, quite frankly, and uh, I, I just found it really an intriguing kind of experience to just kind of watch everything. Unfortunately, there were some larger parties there. I thought the food was maybe maybe a little bit slow at first, but not really toward the end. Uh, I just thought it was an interesting, really interesting experience. We started with the char-grilled oysters. And uh, those were good. They were um, parmesan and uh, some herbs, kind of medium, not particularly well done, but not not. We Tom and I have a disagreement about how we prefer char grilled oysters. I like mine kind of singed, which is not the right way, of course. To have them juicy is better, and that's what they were. So Tom liked them a lot. We also got the um Mexican street corn elote um and that was superb do you like that Josh I would imagine you do
2: Mexican street corn uh, yeah can't say I've had it recently
1: well um, you've had it right I, I, I thought, it's 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 messy as all get out right that's like like the main thing it's covered in mayo and co- uh, that's not gonna code tea cheese wait cojita cojita cheese and um herbs and it's it's a Big old mess that you really have to clean your hands from. But I really like it. And it's roasted corn on the cob. There were three little pieces of this with a gigantic pile of stuff on top of that. And then I had crab claws, which I was blown away negatively by. I have never met a crab claw that I don't love ipso facto. But these were tough. Have you ever... (laughs) Have you ever had that happen where a crab claw is kind of tough?
2: Yeah, I had crab. You have? I you had. Have? Crabs. Yeah, I was in. I was in Maryland uh, weekend before last, and uh, we got steamed crabs, and the the claw meat was really tough. I'd never encountered that before.
1: Yes. Uh, well, I hadn't either. I was just like, "What? What's going on here? What is that about?" So you had. So maybe they steamed it. Maybe that's a way of doing it. That maybe. Causes that because normally
2: it it just slips slips right off.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. This was like tender.
1: Yes, it was like you know that makes me want to call over and see if they're steaming them first because I I don't know that I've ever you know definitely known that the crabs that I'm eating are steamed.
2: Well, I don't usually have that with steam crabs before. This is my first. Oh, okay. Th- and the okay. ones I had in Maryland, I'm pretty sure because they're out of season, were shipped up from Louisiana. So huh. we were probably having the same kind of blue crab
1: claw. Yeah, no, you do. You absolutely You absolutely do. Yeah. That's That was one thing that Tom always said. Yeah, you absolutely do. So interesting. Anyway, that was a first, and I hope a last. I just was like, what the heck? Was that
2: the appetizer that served uh, cold, the crab claws? No, it
1: was not cold. Okay. It was not cold. No, no. I, I, I thought I, there must be something wrong. So I'm going to go through the entire batch of them just to see if there are a couple of aberrant ones here. But it was the entire batch. So it must have been, I don't know, I would say the cooking method, but you're telling me that's not always the case. I don't know. Anyway, different and not something I want to repeat. So uh, the corn was delish. The uh, oysters were fine, not brilliant, but fine. The crab claws were a big thumbs down. I just and and also the sauce was not particularly flavorful i mean i was expecting at least to really like the sauce we had bread to mop it up with but it was not we're gonna take a break and be back with more of the food show after this it is 2 30 louisiana radio network i'm colleen crane
9: a jefferson parish correctional center prisoner escaped from the parking lot of oxner west bank sunday and drove off in a deputy's marked car sheriff joe lapento says 51 year old leon ruffin who's been in custody for second degree murder was being transported back to the correction Center when he escaped. Lepinto says Ruff and Pepper sprayed the deputy to gain control of the car
10: and ended up taking the vehicle itself. My deputy got three rounds off in the parking lot, but we don't know if he has been hit at this point in time.
9: And the Avoyles Parish Sheriff's Office has not released many details about the November in-custody death of Jerome Stevenson. The Stevenson's civil rights attorney, Ben Crump, says an autopsy report shows the 26-year-old died as a result of blunt force trauma to the head and stomach.
5: Beyond excessive force. This goes beyond police brutality. They literally... Beat this young man to death.
9: Inmate 37-year-old John Williams of Mansoura has been charged with second-degree murder, LRN.
11: Hello, this is Rosie the Skunk for Atmos Energy. You might think I make a bad smell. I mean, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? After all, I'm a skunk. But my stinky fragrance is nothing compared to the rotten egg smell of a gas leak, because that could be dangerous. So if you think you smell a leak or encounter other signs, such as hearing a hissing or blowing sound, or seeing a vapor cloud, blowing dirt, or bubbling water, do not smoke, talk on the phone, turn on or off equipment or vehicles, or do anything that could cause a spark. Leave the area immediately, then call 911 and Atmos Energy. Atmos Energy will send a trained technician to investigate the situation. Take it from a skunk, gas leaks just plain stink. Seriously, there's no gray area here. When dealing with gas leaks, it's black and white. Yep, that's
10: a little skunk humor there.
11: For more information, visit atmosenergy.com slash
10: gas safety. A little appreciation really goes a long way. Whether it be our wait staff, employees, family members, or even strangers who open the door for us. Letting someone know that they're appreciated really means a lot. Unfortunately, in today's high tech, low touch environment, it's becoming more the exception than the rule that we show appreciation for others. This appears to be the case in spite of the ease and little effort that appreciation requires. And due to this fact, Being appreciated has probably never been more valued. So the next time we get the chance, let's take a minute to simply share how much we appreciate someone else. Now I'm talking about more than a simple thank you, by the way. I'm talking about saying the words, I really appreciate you. You'll make your world and someone else's a little kinder. I'm Ed Harrell founder of the kindness revolution
5: the solar eclipse is coming in april and you're going to be hearing a lot about it as it gets closer you'll also be hearing about how important it'll be to have your solar eclipse glasses for your family and friends why not buy them from the store that promotes kindness simply go to shop-kindness.com and buy yours today that's shop-kindness.com by the way our listeners get a 20 percent discount on all items so head to shop-kindness.com and enjoy the eclipse safely with your family and friends. Remember, shop-kindness.com.
7: When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are seldom what they seem.
1: Okay, we're back. I don't know how, how long you've been waiting for me to come back, but that that happens on this show uh, Josh, I should have given you more of a warning. Okay, so um, the crab claws were kind of shocking. I mean, they weren't bad, like so bad, because you you feel compelled to eat the crab regardless, because crab is such a delicacy. Did you finish eating the crab?
2: Uh, yeah, other than the claws, yeah. the rest of them yeah. were very good.
1: Yeah, I, was I mean, yeah, yeah, you just... You finish you power through because it's crab you know can't insult the crab you eat it but uh i just i would never encountered that before and hope i never encounter it again so the let's see oh the other thing i got which was definitely different and a latin thing uh we got uh pupusas crawfish pupusas and they were interesting not bad not good just interesting like I wouldn't say I'm disappointed that I got them I thought they were really interesting to eat but not something that I would seek out again they were crawfish stuffed and not really all that much stuffing they were in a sort of red chili sauce but not a bright or very potent chili just noticeably a chili sauce and there was a little pile of like coleslaw kind of julienne vegetables on top with crispy things I call them crispy bits do you know what I'm talking about I bet you run into them a lot because you go to hip restaurants but you know it's like this unidentifiable little crunch that is odd. Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: Mm, I'm trying to think of what it would be.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't don't like it. I wish it wasn't there. There's no flavor? Uh, Not really. It's just like, it's like if you could get, I don't know, all of these kind of processed foods. I'm not saying it's a processed food. I want to make that clear. I'm sure it isn't a processed food. But if you had some sort of, You know how these kids have all these snacks made out of weird things? (laughs) You don't have kids, but I have grandkids. And there's just like strange things that are puffed up to make something. And they don't necessarily have any taste. They're just a crispy thing. And so uh, I would... There's like crispy little vegetables or something. Oh! Oh! At 3? Yeah, okay. Well, he's on now? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let me just... I'll talk to him real quick. Peter? Hello?
6: Hey, Oh, Marianne, this is Peter.
1: Hi. Hi. So, are you calling us back at 3 and just checking, or do you want to go on now? I mean, it doesn't matter. Oh, no, I was
6: just confirming. I think Sarah, when she called this morning, said, hey, could I do it at 3? But I I didn't get, like, a call back or anything. I wanted to make sure... I was doing the right thing.
1: Okay. So I just saw her email right before the show and I answered it, but I didn't know a name or anything. So yes, you are on at three and we're going to talk about fish fries. Okay,
6: all right. Okay. Okay, so just call, that, call this
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, if now is convenient for you, we can do it now. It doesn't really matter. Three o'clock is our usual guest time, and I'm just talking about, you know, where we ate over the weekend. So if now is more convenient, we can just go ahead oh, and go. But, but, if three, I mean, three is whatever, more convenient. Whatever
6: you'd like to do, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, we just finished the paper, so uh, we, we we're actually in pretty good shape.
1: Okay, so why don't you just call back at 3, and we will I'll just keep talking about what I'm talking about. We'll, we'll start you okay. off at 3, okay? Sounds great. All right, thanks.
6: Okay, thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Nothing like doing the inner workings of the show on the show. <laughs> but you just never know what's going to happen on the food show. That's kind of part of its, I like to say, charm. Anyway, uh, so after that, after the um, the corn cakes, hoe cakes. I mean, that's what they're like. Pupusas. They were soft corn. It's like a soft corn pancake, is how I would describe it, filled with something. In this case, crawfish. And um, it was nice. I mean, it was a different kind of thing. I don't eat that normally. And it was good. I remember Tom was really, really into this place called Papusaria Divino Corazon back in the 90s and he definitely put them on the map it was a uh, little place on the west bank serving El Salvadoran food and it was um, very popular mainly because Tom was talking about it and uh, they're not there anymore but um, he really liked pupusas they're fine I mean it's not something I would crave or go out of my way to get but it was fine And the last thing we had, I I was really disappointed in this because it was uh, a seared drum fish over popcorn rice, which is always a winner for me, and lima beans, which I adore whenever I see them. And this is something that Tom is crazy about. Fish and beans, he calls it. Fish and beans. And, um, it's a magical combination. This was not magical. It was pretty ordinary, including the popcorn rice, which I am devastated by. I love popcorn rice so much because you can boil it and just eat it without butter or salt. And it has such a unique flavor just all by itself that I am totally smitten with popcorn rice. We had an advertiser on the show early in the show. And it was Baker Farms popcorn rice. And I thought the flavor of that product was extraordinary. And I have had some popcorn rice that I don't really think has a whole lot of flavor, including this uh, that we were served there. I'm going to have to go to Mandeville Seafood and purchase the popcorn rice that they have there and test it out because I have had some Popcorn rices that do not stand up to what I think of as the flavor of popcorn rice lately. A good one is at uh, Ralphs in the park. I don't. I think. I think that is Baker Farms too. It's good stuff, but not this. This was not particularly good. The fish was fine, not especially flavorful, not all that well seared, which I kind of like if you're searing a fish. Uh, the beans were good. The beans were sweet spot beans. They were not overly cooked or undercooked, and that was pretty much it. Tom hardly had any of that, so he was not all that impressed with that. It was a disappointing meal, and I think it would not have been. I mean, it was definitely not a meal I need to go have again. It was not an experience I need to repeat necessarily, which is pretty much the case for just about everyone now. But uh, I think the disappointment was heightened by the fact that I am such a fan of his restaurants that I had a certain expectation that was especially disappointing because it was not met. And uh, that was, you know, I guess the, the best way to describe that experience. I love the place. I would definitely go back and maybe eat some of their fried seafood. I don't know about that. We didn't try that. And we probably should have because it was a fried seafood kind of thing. But I just guess I've eaten too much fried seafood lately. Anyway, it was, I figured if we were, we were going to go to a restaurant like that, we would experience it as is. And so uh, that's what we did. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. This is The Food Show. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris, And Monday, I like to leave as a no-guest day because the weekend is hardcore eating. And uh, we did a tremendous amount. I can fill up two hours for sure just repeating or, or just relaying the experiences that we had over the weekend, and um, I, I, I'm glad that you're on the board today, Josh, because I know that you do a lot of dining on your own, and go to much hipper, newer kinds of restaurants than um, than I do, I, unless you're still sticking with Toots Meadery, and that's your really going to disappoint
2: you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm. I the the girlfriend is visiting this weekend, and we have to go to our favorite spot. So, mm. we're going to go. Maybe we'll do something different and do brunch, but I know you're not a big fan, so.
1: Of tubes. Well, wait a second. So, wait. I, did your girlfriend move out of town? Because I thought she She lives wasn't. in Manhattan, yeah. Oh, in yeah. she always?
2: Uh, no. She was part of that uh, everyone's ordered back into the office thing. Oh, bummer. So, you uh, have to be there three days a week. So, people uh, had to move back two places, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So, how often does she visit?
2: Um... We we alternate like monthly. Like what I said okay. two weeks ago, I was in Maryland. She took the train down, and
1: uh, okay. some of my family's there. So, I see. Okay. All right. Well, I want to hear about Maryland too because I have family in Maryland. We go up there, too. And well, my son went to school up there, so we have lots of Maryland connections. Five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to me. I'm here. I'd love to talk to you. We'll be back with more of the food show after this.
7: Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care Hotel and Restaurant Supply. Call 482-0294. Forty-eight, fifteen, Conti Street. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things
1: are never what they seem. Okie dokie. So, where were you in Maryland? Where's the where's the family there?
2: Just north of Baltimore. Uh, oh, and our fr- okay. first night in, we had a uh, girlfriend really wanted steamed crabs, and uh-huh. it, it's kind of out of season, February. Um, mm-hmm. I, we, I I went, we went out to Maryland to avoid the big Mardi Gras weekend because I live downtown and it's kind of untenable mm. if you've yeah. done it for a couple decades, <laughs> just easier to leave. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. so I had steamed crabs from one place so you could just pick them up, uh, to go. And uh-huh. even though they were Louisiana crabs, they're done in that typical Maryland right. steamed right. old bay seasoning style. They, they were great.
1: Old bay. Yes. Other than
2: the, uh, tough crab claws.
1: They love their Old Bay, like Which, we like our Zatarain's. Go ahead, what?
2: And then um, I think later on on the weekend trip, we had uh, my mom has a favorite place to get crab cakes um, called On the Docks, if you uh-huh. want to. And they actually catered her wedding uh, last, oh. last uh, October. So uh, we went there, got crab cakes there. And you know the style they do, broiled, yes. everything.
1: Yes. Uh, those
2: are fantastic.
1: Those are real crab cakes. I do not like what we call crab cakes. I don't know here, why so. they
2: can't do that down here. It,
1: they can you just have to get to the right restaurant there are restaurants that are doing it oddly enough you know who's doing it really well and i i just am shocked by this but boulevard have you had the boulevard crab cake
2: no they do a broiled old bay
1: the boulevard crab cake is enormous it's fantastically good it is popping out with crab meat it is shocking, and I don't know what they're charging for it now, but at one time, I think it was like 15 bucks, which is crazy for the amount of crab that's in that, and yeah. I highly recommend it. What? In,
2: in Maryland, it was uh, like $27, 28 Yeah, but they're yeah. huge. It's just a pile of crabs.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, now, this one is not as huge as the Maryland crab cake, but it almost is. And it's just shocking. I mean, I just because I don't have a lot of uh, normal praise for Boulevard, I call it the Houston wannabe. But this is an outstanding crab cake. You have to give credit where it's due. It's an outstanding crab cake. Now, of course, there are A-list crab cakes, you know, uh, the one at uh, G.W. Finn's, of course, at um, oh, August... Mr. B's has a great crab cake. And I would have to think some more about other places, but there are terrific crab cakes to be found around town. But for the price and the fact that it's a casual restaurant, I am stunned by the one at Boulevard. But do you like the Fedleys? Do they call it Fedleys? Or f- how do you say it? Fadleys? Ooh, uh, I'm,
2: I'm blanking. On, I, I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, the one that's right on the water. And is that, I love that place. I think it's got a lot of charm to it as well. Um, but I haven't had any other Baltimore crab cake in Baltimore that I can, you know, compare that to.
2: Yeah, Fadley's?
1: Fadley's, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah we, were, we didn't get any crab cakes downtown Baltimore on the water. Okay. We did visit that area. Uh, uh-huh. But the other spots are more towards the east, out on the water, uh-huh. on the bay, outside the, outside the city, that where my mom has her favorite spot and everything
1: else. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I do love that crab cake. Honestly, though, was, I, I just wrote a piece for our newsletter, which is coming out in the next day or two, about dishes 12. the time used to always do a dozen best fill in the blank. And in this case, this was like a roundup piece of the dozen best seafood dishes around town that you could hardly call a sacrifice. And um, the Boulevard crab cake was on there. But also the stuffed crabs at Blue Crab. I like our stuffed crabs. They're more like a deviled crab. And they're more humble than the regal crab cake. But I do have this really (laughs) I'm sure annoying to most people who listen to the show, tirade about crab cakes, about the crab cakes that are on menus around town, generally speaking, which is a pile of crab stuffing, which again, I like, but I want it in a stuffed crab and not to be deep fried as a quote crab cake. It should be more correctly called a crab patty, you know, because it's, that's what it is. It's patty. And it's the the crab cake that we poached from Baltimore is a regal thing, I think. And these are not that. five five six nine six nine six is the number. I would rather us be who we are and serve uh, just stuffed crabs, which, again, is kind of hard to find around town.
2: But you're still just getting Especially the stuffing in a stuffed crab, where the crab cake is... As expensive as crab meat you could buy at the store. That's what you're getting at the restaurant. $30, you know, dumped on your plate.
1: Well, but see, that is how I determine what it's going to be. Like, if I look at a crab cake on the menu, and it's $18, I know it's a crab patty. If it's $28, then it damn well better be a real crab cake. And I had one at the Windsor Court that was $29, and it was not worthy of being called a crab cake and certainly not at that price point so i feel like if you're in the 20 something certainly 24 25 26 in that neighborhood you should expect a crab cake as it is understood to be in baltimore and not a crab patty that people call crab cakes here you can get me on that for like an hour i can talk about crab cakes slash patty for a long time 556-9696 five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number so saturday we went to this well we didn't actually go to the event because we got started too late there were two good events on saturday one was in baton rouge which was further than i wanted to go but it was a great event if you went i would love to hear about it the boucherie that john Fols puts on every year at his White Oak Estate and Gardens, I think it's called. And then there was this other thing that was going on down in Violet, which is a place I'd never been to, called the Cook-Off for the Coast. And since I'd already been to the one in Baton Rouge, and I'd not been to the one in Violet, and never been to Violet at all, actually, and was very curious about where it was, we decided to go down there, although we went too late for really anything. But I just kind of wanted to go see what it was. So we drove all the way down there. And I just loved that we did that because it was so interesting down there. I've never been there. I like St. Bernard. I just, I love the small-town Americana thing that goes on down in St. Bernard. And I've said this before, and I will say it again because I think it's a fascinating statistic. In St. Bernard, there are more people who spend their lives within five miles of where they were born than any other place in the whole of the United States. And I think that's a charming statistic, which is representative of that whole area and the vibe down there. And so I love going down there because I like that kind of stuff. So um, this was really representative of that. You had to really kind of it's down there. I mean, it is like kind of the end of the world down there. And it gets to be really kind of I won't say desolate, but it's you're heading somewhere. But you never get there. I didn't. We didn't turn. We turned around. But um, it's, it was at a place called Dockville Farm, which is super cool. And uh, I'm just glad that we went just to, just to be there. We missed all of the everything. There were lots of people still there. They were about to n- announce the winners for this cook-off. And um, it, was just a, it was just a small-town Americana kind of thing. And it was charming. I was a little distracted by booths that had a lot of pelts because that's definitely not my thing, but it was, I am sure, a good time had by all. If you went to the cook-off for the coast, call me. I would love to hear a port if you actually went to it. We kind of went by it, and it was sort of a drive-by experience, and just kind of looked at it, and I thought it was charming, and didn't stay for the Awards, but just it was nice to kind of go down there. But we were hungry on the way down, and so I decided to do something that I said I was going to do, and I didn't know when I'd get around to doing it, but I did it. I tried the um, Popeyes fried flounder sandwich on Friday. I got the spicy and the not spicy and was really underwhelmed by both of them and so i thought well you know what to be fair i should check out the good old mcdonald's filet of fish which i used to love actually and the last one i had was at a place on the north shore and i was really saddened by it and i thought well let me give it another try since i had just done the popeyes one so we swung into a Shawmet. McDonald's, which I thought would have the same sort of thing going that all of Chalmette does, and it did. And I got the fillet of fish, and I got a meal. I got Tom a big, giant Dr. Pepper, which is the kind of thing he loves. And I got the fries because I keep reading about the fries. And it was, a, you know, transporting back 30 years, 40 years. And it was good, I have to say. <laughs> I really do like the fillet of fish. I do. It's a, essentially a less crunchy version of a uh, fish stick. I love cod, though. And I hate to say it because I know it's it's hanging by a thread, but I do love cod, which is, of course, why it's hanging by a thread. But it was very good. I I, I mean, you know, relatively speaking, of course, we're talking about a fast food fish sandwich but i thought the fillet of fish is still the king of those sandwiches and the fries were fine they weren't offensive in any way i was uh i was heartened by that strangely enough
2: which one was better regular or spicy
1: okay not the f- the Popeyes, i didn't like at all not the regular or the spicy so I, I didn't care for the Popeye's version of the Lenten fish sandwich. So I thought I would go back to the original and swing into a McDonald's and get the original filet of fish, which is what I did. And I did like it. I did. Because, you know, they use tartar sauce, which is kind of like an obsession with me. I love tartar sauce and uh it it had tartar sauce and pickles on it and a slice of american cheese i thought it was a good sandwich as a matter of fact (laughs) i'm embarrassed to say this but i I think i'm gonna have another one this lent i'm gonna quit after that but i I liked it uh the popeyes flounder sandwich i didn't care for either one not the spicy or the other one the spicy one was inedible to me it was uh, i quit eating it I pulled all the breading off. I rinsed it off and gave the fish to my dog, who has an endless capacity to eat what I don't want. But I didn't want it at all. Anyway, that was on Friday. I did the Popeyes, and then I did this one on Saturday. And then I will get into the particulars of what else we did on Saturday. It was my intention to turn around after that cook-off... And head back into town on that same road and get to uh, N7. Have you been to N7, Josh?
2: Oh, yes, I have. It's been a while, but yeah, lovely restaurant.
1: Okay. Yeah, I've been trying to get to N7 for a while, and uh, I thought maybe the best thing to do would be to go in the daytime because it was such a gorgeous day. I wanted to eat outside somewhere. And you just have to really rack your brain for a place to do that
2: very French-styled. Yes. And very yeah. good when the weather's pleasant because it's a lot of it yeah. outside.
1: Yeah. So, but I'm not an escargot kind of person or a mussels person. And honestly, I would have to really look a little bit to find something to eat on that menu. But it didn't matter because we got there at... We didn't get there. I, I, I didn't even go because uh, they closed at, as it turned out, 2.30. I thought 3.00. And when I checked to see their exact closing time, we were in the neighborhood, but it was 2:38, so we missed it. And then I had to, you know, go back and think of, okay, where else can we eat outside? Because the eating outside was the number one priority.
2: Their weird so menu of um, canned items, like the smoked oysters in a can, that's what got me to go there for the first time. <laughs> Just seemed interesting.
1: And and was it? I mean, was it was it good? I
2: liked all the stuff. Yeah. Like it's yeah, well, you know, high-end canned seafood.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. It's tinned. It's the tinned thing. Are you familiar with the tinned thing that's happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's absurd in my opinion. But anyway, I'm not your age, so that may be uh, that may account for why. But anyway, uh, we did not make it to N7. It's still on the list, and I do want to do it mainly to sit outside in what appears to be an utterly charming courtyard or patio. WGSO New Orleans, it's time for the news from the USA Network. We'll be back with more of the Food Show right after this. It is 3 o'clock, so stay with us. <laughs>
12: USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Technically, you can call it a heat wave. The Midwest and East Coast regions can expect to see temps remaining well above normal for this time of year. Forecasters saying Monday through Wednesday will be the warmest stretch in many parts. In some places, those temps will average about 40 degrees above normal. There could also be some dangerous severe thunderstorms as a low-pressure system sweeps west to east across the country. Early Monday, out ahead of the storm front, Plains states, from Nebraska, to west texas are dealing with high winds and wildfire watches compromise legislation on foreign aid is still coming together in the u.s house in washington two of the biggest proponents one lawmaker from each party continue working to bring it before the full house
1: for a vote we are forcing this bill to the floor to make sure that everybody acts because, as uh, P- President Zelensky said, they have weeks and not months.
12: Republican Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, on with CBS Face the Nation Sunday, pitching the bill to voters. So was Democratic Congressman Jared Golden of Maine.
5: The votes are there to support Ukraine and our
12: other allies, Israel, Taiwan. And I think that the votes are there on border
0: security as well.
12: The House Compromise Aid Bill was a cheap version of the $95 billion measure passed by the Democratic-controlled U.S. Senate earlier this month. Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson has not made any announcement of his support. Behind it. And a widely anticipated Republican primary election victory is made official over the weekend for Donald Trump in South Carolina. The former president wrote a wave of support for the win on Saturday.
7: I have nev- never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. However, Nikki Haley
12: says she will remain in the race.
11: I'm not giving up this fight when a majority of Americans disapprove of both Donald Trump and Joe Biden.
12: there's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month.
6: 800-378-2250. 800-378-2250. 800-378-2250. That's 800-378-2250. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. The
12: U.S. is urging caution and prudence as Israel eyes an advance into the city of Rafah in southern Gaza. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan explained the nature of the location and the people inhabiting it now that the entire region's been a war zone the past several months.
5: We're talking about more than a million people who have been pushed into this small space in Gaza. It's also the area where all of the humanitarian assistance comes into Gaza to serve all of Gaza.
12: Speaking on NBC's Meet the Press, Sullivan said the White House has made it clear to Israel the US will only support a major military operation in Rafah if there's a specific plan guaranteeing the civilian safety there. The governor of Georgia, writing a letter to President Biden demanding information about the illegal immigrant from Venezuela who crossed into the country in 2022, the man now accused of assaulting and murdering a nursing student
0: at the University of Georgia. Laura Winters report Gradual increase in the winds, and the higher humidity has already started coming in today. Probably top 80 with that southerly flow. Sunny sky, though, pretty decent day yet. Tonight, partly cloudy lows to upper 50s to low 60s. Tuesday afternoon, a windy day. Sunny skies, the upper 70s to the 80s once again. About 80-ish Wednesday, another front coming in by afternoon. The wind shift going to turn us cooler Wednesday night and Thursday with some clouds lingering through the day Thursday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. The annual Spring Music Festival is coming for a great hopping weekend with swamp pop, country rock music, food and crafts, music by Aaron Foray, Sons of the Beach, the Rough and Ready Band, Shorts in December, and more. Friday, Saturday, March 15th and 16th, tickets for adult campers, guests, and the public $20 at Hidden Oaks Family Campground, Highway 190 East Hammond. For more details, hiddenoaksfamilycampground.com.
1: We are back for hour number two of the food show, or Tom likes to say the second course. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris. This is when we talk to someone who has something to promote. But you know, I don't think the fish fries need any promotion anymore. They're they're crazy busy. We're going to be talking to Peter Finney Jr. about the uh, Catholic school archdiocesan fish fries. It's madness, isn't it, Peter?
6: Marianne, it really is, and I just added <laughs> my 68th Paris uh, fish fry, and what happens is this: we put, the, we put the list out, and thank God for the internet, because uh, you put it out in print, and of course, as soon as it hits print, it's, uh, it's, it's dated, because everybody who forgot to send their information is, oh wait, <laughs> we got uh. fish fry too, so we just got our 68th, and, that, and just in case you're wondering, that's St. Louis, King of France in Metairie, uh, so they... They are they are now officially on the, the Clarion Herald uh, fish fry list, and uh, it's uh, uh-huh. clarionherald.org. So you can get your up to the up to the sizzle uh, uh, <laughs> list of all the fish fries in the Yorkside. Now, okay, did you say fr- sixty
1: eight, as in the number sixty eight of fish fries, or the sixty eighth year?
6: No, si- 68 fish fries right now. And, and okay. to put that in perspective, there's 112 <laughs> parishes uh, in New York, the East of New Orleans. So mm-hmm. at least more than half, and um, well more than half, and I'm sure we're missing a few. So if there are any churches that do not right. have their fish fry listed, please give us a call and we'll be glad to add you to the list.
1: It is, I'm telling you, I we're, we're doing this thing... Where, you know, last week we had, not last Friday, but the, the first Friday in Lent, we went out after the show sort of riding around in search of fish fries. So I am essentially going to be chasing fish fries every Friday, but it is a chase because you get there and it's an hour wait. I mean, I I cannot believe the popularity of these things. It's madness. It's getting, getting
6: very sophisticated because some it are even. They're taking, of course, pre-orders uh, because they'll take uh, it like the weekend before so that you uh-huh. have a ticket in your hand. So oh, okay, I, I, I like that. There's a, separate, there's a separate line. I like that. And so okay. you can go directly and pick up your order. Oh. Uh, if you don't order early, some, you, you, you're going to sometimes find yourself in a long line. Uh, so it, it, that's the mystery of it. Uh, and, and some people, I think, year after year, they have their favorite spot. Uh, and mm-hmm. they go they go back to it year after year yeah. but you always get the new ones popping up and and I think really there is a little bit of a, a uh, it's a healthy sense of competition. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so I think, <laughs> you know, each other has a little, sometimes they put a little specialty uh, side order in and stuff like that. And, yes. and they really take it. This is, this is serious.
1: I know it is. It is. And that makes it all the more fun. I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember my parents were very involved in St. Lawrence Parish back in the day. Uh-huh. And, um, it was $5, and it was fried fish, fries, and, I don't know, maybe some, like, little salad or something like that. And that was it. I mean, there are drive throughs now. I didn't know about this pre-order thing, but I definitely want to know about that. Because I don't, you know, I'm I'm driving Tom around, and we can't stand at an hour line, you know. So right. so we got to know about this pre-order business. Because I want no, to sample you, like, them, we'll and I just we haven't been able to do it. Go ahead, what?
6: No, in, in the list, if they if they do mention that it's a pre-order, we always put that in there because it does yeah. give you a little opportunity to say, hey, let me call early. If, if it's okay. not there, that means it hasn't been, they haven't told us about it, or if it just doesn't exist, you have to drive up. And, okay. you know, of course, <laughs> some parishes have... Can drive through, uh, uh-huh. or, or sometimes yeah, you could park and eat in the cafeteria. <laughs> so there's a, there's a little bit of difference
1: there. I know it's like you really do. It's like it's like a restaurant now. It's like they all have different <laughs> things, and I don't know. Like I last year, I really wanted to go to Our Lady of Lords because apparently that was the one. But that <laughs> is down in you know I mean way down there. We were down there Saturday for that cook off for the coast, and that's where I saw it. And I remembered oh. Last year I wanted to get down there, but it was just too far. So, the but then Violet I realized, that's like, yeah. yeah, that's the one Violet. in Violet, yeah. In yeah. Violet, yeah, they've they've got. Listen to this: they've got let's <laughs> plate, fried
6: fish, shrimp, or uh, a corn comes with French fries, bread, choice of one side, whole <laughs> potato salad, jambalaya, Cajun <laughs> potatoes, green beans, or baked macaroni. Also available two dollars <laughs> side orders: bowl of seafood pasta or seafood gumbo. Various dessert sold. Need you, you anything else? <laughs>
1: Yeah, but see, like, I have to go see that. I mean, I have to go see that. That's about as far... Like, back in the day, I was just talking about, if anyone had said... I'm looking into the future, and this is what the circa 2024 fish fry is going to look like. Everybody would have fallen on the ground laughing. But, I mean, this right. is serious stuff. Okay, so <laughs> the one that we went to last year at St. Anselm was a drive through okay. first of all, which I loved. And it was, okay. I think, fish, catfish. It had a crab cake and a couple of yeah. sides. And and I thought you know that's pretty that's pretty good that's pretty fancy. And then yeah. I tried to go to St. Catherine. I think they have a soft shell crab. And I just thought you know what is the absolute ultimate? Is is Our Lady of the Lords the absolute ultimate? Based on what you've seen?
6: You know we were gonna uh, we'd never, it never never materialized. We were gonna have a kind of a friendly competition one year to have actually an independent group of judges uh, where people would they would bring. I want to volunteer. You know, <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> they do it next year. They bring it to a, a, you know, a, an unimpeachable panel of experts, okay. and then you uh-huh. eat, your, eat your fish, and then you, it's it scored just like chopped and everything, and, and so uh-huh. we would come up with some kind of a champion, uh, but we, uh-huh. we haven't done that yet. But no, I've heard a lot of good things about all those places. Uh yeah. Saint Anselm you mentioned actually this year they they have soft shell crab at least uh it it may be available but that's one of the listings that they have and they also have uh, fried or boiled shrimp caesar salad and uh, <laughs> the um, you mentioned St. Ka- is it Catherine or is that St. Catherine's
1: one uh, well, we didn't we couldn't get into cuz it was too long a line
6: too yeah. long a line yeah well they, yeah. they they're selling soft shell crab dinners uh with mashed yeah. and hush yeah. puppies
1: Now, the one that we went to last week was Mary, Queen of Peace, and I I was just saying how much I loved it, because, you know, I'm a product of Catholic schools, my kids are a product of Catholic schools, my son lives in Los Angeles, his kids are in Catholic school, and they're all kind of doing the same thing. You know, my husband had the barbecue booth at the fair, my son has the Asian booth at his fair, although he he didn't realize... Cause I was looking in his garage and there was like a whole bunch of kitchen equipment in there. And I said, what's this? And he says, well, what they didn't mention when I volunteered to be the captain of the booth is that in the whole year between, uh, festivals, uh, you get to keep the equipment. (laughs) So (laughs) We didn't have to do that when we were doing it, but I mean, it's like a, it's a legacy, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's people who come together for community and they put this thing on and i guess it's human nature to just keep making it bigger and better but when we were at saint uh, at mary queen of peace we were looking at this row of um, floats that the kids make out of shoeboxes and it was uh, you know the the knights of columbus which my dad was in and the scouts which my son was in and so i was just like swooning in this in this like you know heartbeat uh, nostalgia for really good times, and I think that's yes. a big part of it too. There are people who just want to be involved in it, you know.
6: There's no question. There's a lot of fraternity, uh, you know, involved in the people who cook the cook the food, and uh, it, it, I, it takes a lot of volunteers to put this on. Yeah. certainly and but over the years, as they do it more often, and, and they they learn how to do how to cook for, for the mass. Yeah. They get better and better at it. Because, yeah. you know, it's a real talent to be able to mm-hmm. do the science to be able to yeah. do this much. To, and, yeah. to, and to do it well and, yeah. and they've learned, they learned it and it's like yeah. it's, you keep this in your memory and it's passed on from it's an oral history it's passed on from son to son or, or from woman That's to right. daughter mother to daughter and That's, it. yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's incredible it is you know, now
1: at, at the one at Mary Queen of Peace they oh wait we have to take a break we're going to take a little break we're talking to Peter Finn sure. Jr. about this phenomenon of the uh, Lenten fish fry through the Archdiocese we'll be back after this
7: One of my favorite roast beef poor boys isn't a poor boy place at all. Di Martino's is a wonderful restaurant with traditional Italian food and excellent fish and chicken dishes, as well as the muffalettas for which they are known. With three locations on the West Bank that are more casual, the Covington restaurant feels upscale with good food and great prices. It's a winner. DeMartino's Covington, Marrero, Algiers, and Terrytown. Demartinos.com. I won't dance, don't ask me.
1: I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Peter, I guess you know that Tom likes to sing, so we keep him as part of the show, coming back from breaks that way. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so the thing is that they, you're right, they are definitely doing different things and expanding, and it gets bigger and better every year. When we were at Mary Queen of Peace, they had a baked fish option, which I was surprised by. And the that's correct. Yeah, and the, and the green beans, which were canned, of course, but not the ones my parents were serving. These were uh, heavily uh, coated with Parmesan cheese and garlic. I mean, it was good. And then they had this dessert table, and they had a chocolate cake that had raspberry mousse in it. And I thought, oh, okay, goodness. this is, <laughs> this ain't your grandmother's fish fry. You
6: know what I mean? It's It's really good. Robert Cooper took over. He took over as pastor, and he loves to cook. In fact, Uh, he did a lot of things with the kids. And so they've got something called the Father Cooper Seafood Extravaganza. That's it. That That's the one I, I
1: wanted to get, but it was sold out. Yes.
6: It was sold out.
1: <laughs> yes. We got there too late, which is why I need to find out about this pre-order business. This pre-order yeah. business is is very exciting to me. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw something out, and, and I know that if you even think about it, and heaven forbid, do it, you're going to come back and curse me later, but <laughs> this thing sounds ripe for you know the internet and social media and all that you know how you know how you can vote through social media for your favorite that would be a fun thing because people are always looking for the best one like I had to text my friend who lives in Metairie what's the best one in Metairie and he came right back with St. Catherine so you know this is we obsess about this kind of stuff this would be kind of fun have you thought about doing that?
6: Oh, no, we absolutely have. In, in fact, it was like two years, or no, longer. It was, it was, before, it was right before the pandemic hit. Uh, we were talking about doing a, uh, you know, an art class and wide kind of a survey and a, like a, a People's Choice Awards and stuff. And we, uh-huh. we were all ready to go with it. And then the pandemic hit. And of course, everything went out, you know, went out the window. But mm-hmm. no, that would be a great idea uh, to to, you know, to. To implement, you know, that really. Yeah, I mean, I don't you
1: know think. how that stuff works, and I, I would never vote on it. But like, you can, you can have your customers vote, and it might not necessarily be truly legit, depending on how enthusiastic your customers are. But it's a fun thing to do, you know. That's the thing. I think to figure
6: out a way to, to not get waited for, like the bigger parishes or whatever, or just kind. Well, you know, how to how to, uh, how to vote early, vote often, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but you see, that, that is the fun. way those things work. You know, I mean, right. you can you have to take them with a grain of salt, but it's still fun, nevertheless. You know, right? And right. and so I I just because I mean I. You know, you've, you've only got six weeks. You've got to hit the best ones. So you've got to get a right. game plan. When Mardi Gras <laughs> is ending, you've got to get your game plan ready so that you can go to the best ones, you see. I think it would be helpful. So what are some of you your know, favorites, and what are some of the ones that people are talking about, even though it's not on social media?
6: Man, you know, uh, I, I, I've been to some... some uh, I grew up in St. Leo, the Great Parish. and They, they, all, they, have, a great, they have a great fish fry. James Major, uh, right down Gentilly, on Gentili Boulevard, uh, mm-hmm. they've got a very good uh, fish fry. And also, St. Gabriel the Archangel has, has an ex- excellent fish My fry. My sister
1: works that. My sister uh, will tell me that she's making like 300 pounds of potato salad. <laughs> wow. And I know not to try and get together with her during Lent because she's occupied. <laughs>
6: But I think I think it really is like you said, word of mouth, and you know. But I think once you find one or two places that you really like, then you just got to make a game plan. You got to get there early, or, or you know, order early, and just say, hey, I'm going to do it. It's also it's nice to try, you know, do different things. I mean, obviously, that's that's also the adventure of it, you know. But uh, I mean, I would start really. You literally could look at this list. There's 68 parishes on there right now. See what hits your fancy. And, and then just try one, you know? And then I think you have to go out and, and, uh, and, and do it yourself, you know? And, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, And a lot of the proceeds go, you know, obviously to, to good causes or to some specific, you know, things which are very helpful to uh, uh, the outreach, you know, to the community. So that's where, or that's where the money goes.
1: So do you, do you have on your list at the Clarion Herald, do you have, A, the menu, the full menu for all of them?
6: We, we, we have, yes, we do, we, yeah, okay. whatever they, they send in. Now, if, okay. uh, we, uh, we, we probably have to edit it down a little bit. If, if say some parish gives us, you know, a ton of stuff, we may have edited that a little <laughs> bit. But, no, for the most part, we have uh, the, the full menu for each uh, fish fry uh, okay. that, that's sent in. So, yeah okay. it's good to look over.
1: Okay, are any of them doing the basic model with just the fish and fries? Is that still... Anything that you see, I mean, I, it seems to me that it's gone well beyond that.
6: I would say the base right now is you have the fish, uh, coleslaw, mac and cheese, and a, either a bread or a dessert. So, in other words, that's kind of like the uh, that, that's kind of like the minimum. I mean, you, to get uh-huh. in the game, I think that's the minimum.
1: <laughs> yes. In order, well, I didn't know. I, I felt like
6: Go ahead, of, of, of individual things, but the, the individual kind of dinners. All include, you know, usually fries, coleslaw, and or potato salad, uh, uh-huh. maybe, maybe some green beans, and a dessert or a bread. So it's really, uh-huh. you get a lot to eat. You really do. Yeah,
1: no, you do. You absolutely do. This extravaganza at Mary Queen of Peace, it was uh, fish and shrimp and onion rings and two sides. I think there were After hush the puppies. Shrimp, I'm not sure. Mean, but you got yeah. a drink and... A dessert. And I think that was seventeen dollars. And it was Oh, crab cake. I forgot the crab cake. Did I say crab cake? Crab
6: cake. The Father Cooper seafood extravaganza. Seventeen
1: bucks. And let me tell you what, let me tell you. That crab cake, I want to find out about that crab cake, because I've seen less interesting crab cakes in much better restaurants. I gotta tell you. (laughs) Whatever who's doing that crab cake, it's good. It looks good.
6: And like, you know, they learn from year to year, and they try to, and listen, I think, like anything else, you try to, hey, how can we do it better this time, you know? And I think yeah. they just, they, uh-huh. they learn, yeah. you know? And uh, if a, I remember when I was, I'm so old, when my, my mother, really, <laughs> we didn't really do fish fries, uh, to like, go out and buy fish fries. My mother would make something called codfish balls, like oh, with flour, gosh, yes, with flour with little potatoes and little yes. green onions and onions and they're like old platters, and, and she put them in this butter or olive oil or whatever and bake them, and it was just like, you, you can't find codfish uh, in, in a can anymore. But, it
1: was, but do you really it was want to? It. it was so good. <laughs> oh, you it liked it? Well, I used... this was good. This was good. <laughs> what did we know, right? It was a different time. Let's just say it was a different time okay, back then. True. Do you know? That's do you true. know when the fish fry started? Is there a history of the fish fry? No. I mean, I know that it was there when I arrived on the scene, and that was a while ago. So when did yeah. when did they start?
6: I mean, I can. Uh, I'm sure it existed in in the in the '60s or even earlier. Oh, I mean, it was uh,
4: earlier I than was that, I think.
6: In, I was born in '56. Okay, so I'm I was a child of the '60s, and oh. I remember, you know, the, the parishes had. But not. I'll tell you this, Marianne. Not as many. I don't think there were as many. Certainly, right. uh, As yes. there are now. Yes. So I, no, I was that's a good question. Uh, you know how we would do that is maybe uh, we'd have to look back in the old Clarion Heralds and just do a search for fish fry and see if it if it pops up and kind of see. We're, we're digitizing every all sixty three years of the Clarion Herald, so actually we're going to be able to do that. That's a good uh-huh. question. We'll, we could we like type it in and see if it shows up, and uh, I could let you yeah. know.
1: Next year, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's uh, I think it's total fun, and I'm I'm having a good time so far. But I feel like like last week, I was saying this last week we did not do one because okay. I I couldn't do one. We, I can't stand in a line of an hour. And, you know, yeah. either have Tom with me or leave him in the car I just couldn't do it. So True. now that I know about this pre-order business, I will be in that number for sure. Because oh, I definitely. do want to experience as many of these as I can. But, um, but it, you know, it, it's got to work, you know. I mean, well, I, I, I know.
6: I think, I think, don't hold me to this. I think St. Anthony of Padua and Canal Street has a pre-order. Uh, uh-huh. I think they have a pre-order. I'm just looking through my list. I think it looked like St.
1: Catherine had a pre-order because I saw a shorter line of people walking up.
6: Let's see. If they may have.
1: And if they do, I'll tell you who's going to be in that line this weekend.
6: <laughs>
1: I got to try that soft-shell crab platter.
6: Exactly. I wouldn't... Uh, you know what would do, it, In that list, there's phone numbers, and generally, uh, when they, when it includes the phone number, they may or may not, they may have a, a pre-order. So if you in that list... If the, if the church has a phone number, there, call the phone number. and Ask them if they
1: have a pre-order. Okay, all right, that's good. Now, before you go, I want to ask you this. Uh, well, first of all, what do you have a favorite of these, right, that, that you, well, you go know, to? Uh,
6: so I tell you what, Saint Saint. Uh, Saint I've been to Saint Anne. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Saint Leo the Great is is really good. Uh, Where is Saint that? Saint Saint Major. Uh, it, 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 I'm sorry.
1: Where's Saint Leo the Great? Where is that?
6: St. Leo the Great is, is right near the fairgrounds uh, okay. it's, it's, uh, it's uh, in Gentilly, and okay. uh, that's, that uh-huh. was my parish church growing up, but they, they do a great job. St. Peter Claver does a great fish fry, mm-hmm. uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I think uh, also we've heard good reports about St. Gabriel, the archangel, out in Gentilly Woods uh, yeah. as being very good, Yes. And uh, I think a lot of the Metairie, you know, the memory churches do great. I, I don't know as much about the North Shore, but it seems like you you know more about certainly about the North Shore than than, than yeah. I do. But I know that they they've got some awesome, you yeah, know, good they do. there.
1: They do. I'm gonna have to explore the rest of them. But um, <laughs> but and I have to go back and and have the, uh, have the Father Cooper extravaganza before it Cooper sells out again. That's it's right. uh, Yeah, That's it's right. like I. I so now I have to go back twice to the same one, so I'm doubling back on my same uh, my same uh, route, and I can't be doing that. Before you go, I want to ask you this: I, sure, <laughs> I I was thrilled and appalled at the same time to hear about drive through ashes. So was that something that's getting going? I mean, was there more than one or two parishes this time that did that? Do you know what I'm talking about? You no, know,
6: the the only thing I heard about that and I I might I stand to be corrected. It was um it might have been
1: a Lutheran church that was doing that. I, I don't recall. Oh, just, it's not was, was there a Catholic okay. church that did that, that that you heard of? I, I yes, I thought I did, and I was excited about it because, like I say, I can drive through easily, but walking through is a problem. And so, I was, sure. I was, like I said, excited and appalled at the same time that we're now doing drive-through ashes. Well, but uh, you know, Mary, <laughs> I,
6: I, I, uh, I heard about that, but in relation not to a Catholic church, to a Lutheran church. So I'm not really sure okay. about that. But uh, okay. I have i did not know
1: okay, well, maybe next year we'll be talking about that with uh in addition to the fish fries, but keep me posted on your uh right. your efforts to uh get the fish fries into the uh I hate to say it the social media world but um yeah. But it, it will be. Interesting but you're right. To there, see. There's
6: so much interest, and I think it, I think it'd be helpful. For, I think people just it. it's fun, you know. It's fun. It's fun.
1: It's a fun, it fun. It's
6: a fun yeah. competition. It's you know, it's it
1: really fun. Is. Yeah. Now, did you say that the that the parishes say where the funds are going? Is that part of your article or uh,
6: some, sometimes sometimes they'll say it goes to the uh-huh. uh, you know a scholarship program or okay. to you know to help uh, mothers in need that kind of thing. So uh-huh. Sometimes they'll, if if they give us that information. We will put that in a list. Sometimes uh-huh. you know, it all okay. depends on on length, but uh, it mm-hmm. does you know it does help. Different outlets if, the,
1: yeah, if, if there's a tiebreaker, you know, and it's a, it's something that you want to support, then that might be the right. one that you go to. Yeah. Because there's only six, and you got to make it count, you know. You got only six <laughs> weeks to do this, to That's stuff right. it all in. Right. I'm telling you, we're doing two, we're, we're going to do two every Friday, or m- maybe more if I can get that pre order thing working. Anyway, Peter, yeah. thank you so much for being with us. It's, uh, oh, thank you. I just find I the appreciate- whole uh, subject um, charming nostalgic and uh hilarious at the same time so it
6: really anyway. is thank yeah. you marianne i really appreciate take
1: care it. bye-bye all appreciate right it. Take care. all right it is it's on fish fry 2024 it's on and uh it is where it's happening on friday nights where it's happening is the catholic school parishes 68 of them so that uh it seemed to me like it's more every year. It does seem like everybody is starting to get into the game. Josh, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Well,
2: what? I was reading up on it with the list of all of them at clarionherald.org.
1: It, but, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Mentor, I, put a li- you I put
2: that. the link to that in the Good. episode oh, great. today.
1: Great. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, where where are you from? Maryland. Okay, so... Is that a thing there?
2: I I went to Catholic school growing up, and I don't remember fish fries at all.
1: At all? Okay. Because I know that there are a couple of them, uh, not a lot, where my son is. And I think it's, a, you know, that would be some a fun thing to do if you are in other parts of the country. I think we did this last year. People called in and said, yes, they do have them where I live. I, I feel like maybe New Orleans, because of its deep Catholic, Italian, Sicilian thing, it's probably more than others. All right, it's time for the news from Louisiana Radio Network. It is 3.30, back with more of the food show Louisiana after this.
11: Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. 51-year-old Leon Ruffin, who's been in custody for second-degree murder in the Jefferson Parish Correctional Center, escaped from the parking lot of Oshner, West Bank on Sunday and drove off in a deputy's marked car. Sheriff Joe Lepinto says Ruffin was being treated for a seizure and other injuries they believe he was now
10: faking. He created some type of disturbance when my deputy got out of the car. When she opened up the door, whether it was the re or whatever occurred, uh, he pepper sprayed her. do not know where he got the pepper spray from. My deputy still has her pepper spray on her.
11: The stolen vehicle was later found abandoned in Algiers. Wildfires in the Bayou State increased dramatically over the weekend, prompting a statewide burn ban. Ag and Forestry Commissioner Mike Strain.
6: Please do not light that match because we don't, do not want to return what we saw in August with these massive, massive
8: wildfires.
11: He says several burn piles got out of control and they believe in some blazes arson could be involved. LRN.
1: Hi, this is Olivia. (coughs) I'm out sick today. Uh, Could you please (coughs) leave a message after the beep? (coughs) Don't let the flu ruin your work week. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health.
10: A little appreciation really goes a long way whether it be our wait staff, employees, family members, or even strangers who open the door for us. Letting someone know that they're appreciated really means a lot. Unfortunately, in today's high-tech, low-touch environment, it's becoming more the exception than the rule that we show appreciation for others. This appears to be the case in spite of the ease and little effort that appreciation requires. And due to this fact, Being appreciated has probably never been more valued. So the next time we get the chance, let's take a minute to simply share how much we appreciate someone else. Now I'm talking about more than a simple thank you, by the way. I'm talking about saying the words, I really appreciate you. You'll make your world and someone else's a little kinder. I'm Ed Harrell founder of the kindness revolution
5: the solar eclipse is coming in april and you're going to be hearing a lot about it as it gets closer you'll also be hearing about how important it'll be to have your solar eclipse glasses for your family and friends why not buy them from the store that promotes kindness simply go to shop-kindness.com and buy yours today that's shop-kindness.com by the way our listeners get a 20 percent discount on all items so head to shop-kindness.com and enjoy the eclipse safely with your family and friends. Remember, shop-kindness.com.
7: I'll take
1: Manhattan,
7: the Bronx, and Staten Island, too.
1: Alrighty, we're back for the last half hour of The Food Show. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris. Call me if you have something to report. I would love to hear from you. I am going through what was a monstrously busy weekend for eating for the Fitzmaurices, And I can continue to do that unless you would like to tell me about what you did. 556-9696. I want to mention today it's National Pistachio Day. Tom says the best use of pistachios in New Orleans is the dipping of the ends of cannoli. In them at angelo Bracato's, which like most makers of ice cream makes bright green pistachio flavor it's the green part of spumoni too that flavor is so delicious that tom wonders why it's not used more often as in pistachio snowballs pistachio bread pudding Or in savory dishes, Tom said he can't think of a non-sweet use of pistachios other than eating them right out of the shells. Remember that there used to be gum machines filled with red-shelled pistachios? Tom said he can't remember the last time he did, but it has to be. 25, 35 years, but more so, he thought about this, the more intrigued he was, so he started looking through a few cookbooks. Finding nothing there, he did a web search and came up with a bunch of grower organizations that seemed to be quarreling with one another about aflatoxins and the difference between machine-shelled and hand-shelled nuts. Pistachios originally came from Iran, which produces more pistachios than any other country. The United States, or you could say California, is a close second. They're very good for you. Eating them in the shell is so slow, you stop before you can eat the equivalent amount of peanuts. It's annoying to eat pistachios, but I do love them. 556-9696 is the number if you would like to call. I am here awaiting your call. All right, so after we had the fish filet or the filet-o-fish we wound up at uh, I had to sit outside that was my number one thing and so I started racking my brain about another place where we could sit outside and I just didn't want to go into the quarter but I wound up spending half an hour in the quarter because of street closures and the traffic was abysmal And I didn't want to be in the deep quarter. I thought about Parkway, but I wanted to get some, you know, content out of what we did. So then I thought about this place on Ferret called Val's. Do you eat Mexican food, Josh?
2: Uh, I've been to Val's for their margaritas. Okay. (laughs) Which are very good.
1: That's it? Uh,
2: it. I've No, I've had some food there. Um, I generally um Mexican for me is frozen drinks and chips okay. and salsa.
1: Uh-huh. Well, um do you like the place?
2: Yeah, Val's was is good and I guess it suited your half indoor half outdoor vibe.
1: Yeah, it wasn't uh, there was no half indoor, we were outside and we had a half half sunny table, which I didn't like, but Tom was in the shade, which was the important thing. I like the servers there. They're very nice, very helpful. I like the fact that they have a little doggy Uh, biscuit bowl and i like the food kind of sort of i think it's definitely uh maybe elevated mexican i will say that i am crazy crazy about their guac because i like lime i think the
2: it's not not hard to make great guacamole just fresh stuff lime done
1: yeah yeah Uh, We used to make it really in a much more complicated way. And it was very good. Tom made it. But I decided that the simpler guacamole, the better. So you mash the avocado. Um, You were across the street
2: from one of my new favorite spots, though.
1: What, Rouse's?
2: Uh, No, the uh, pigeon and the whale right there on Ferret Street.
1: Okay, the pigeon and the whale... New England
2: seafood to, kind of theme
1: yes he says it's a really interesting place and I'm trying to remember the menu which I think is extremely small and I I really uh, was intrigued by it I mean I wouldn't have gone there because we were looking for an outdoor space and right, it was right. the one that I thought it's like about, being but...
2: inside of a ship <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just put that on my list of some place when it's not such a beautiful day. But um, I know that we had the folks, I feel like we had the pigeon and the whale people on. And uh, I thought it was, it's an interesting concept. But, you know, you're much younger than I am. So that's the kind of place that you might gravitate toward. Whereas in my case, I would do it because I feel like I should know something about it doing what I do. Um, but it wouldn't necessarily be a go-to. But I do want to. I do want to get over there. But I did notice it on the way, uh, the way out, and I think it's in a little spot that's really changed a lot. Pigeon and Whale is where Bar Francis used to be, right?
2: You would walk right past it and not know a whole restaurant. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Them. I know. It's like it's part of a. There's a wax center there, and it used to be a pic, <coughs> Piccola Gelateria, and that's really good. Or I, I think that's how you say it. Anyway. Um, I do want to, I do. I think it'll be good when
2: it gets really, really hot outside because it is like a dark little cove okay. right right off the street.
1: <laughs> well, I don't like dark coves, but I could see that if it is really hot outside, you might want to feel like you're, you know, in some place really, really chilled. All right. So my cat's about to knock me off the air. Um, we had the, uh, we had the chips, which are nice, very thick, We had this guac, which is, I'm guessing, simply avocado and copious amounts of lime. And it was just really, really fresh and delicious. Uh, The crema that was on that same plate that came with the chips, I didn't get at all. Even though I usually like crema, I didn't care for this. Nor did I particularly care for the salsa, which... I don't know why I just it was a flavor in it that I just didn't really really like all that well we had the empanada which was a beef empanada okay beef empanada which was buried in fantastic pickled onions I loved their pickled onions and a bunch of other stuff on top I like stuff on things unless unless I don't like the stuff but anyway um that was really good too. And then we had um, queso, the chori queso. I don't care for their house made chorizo, and uh, nor did I care for their tortillas particularly. So um, I would say it's kind of like a 50 50 on um, valves, but I did enjoy being out there. Do we have a spot, Josh? Is there a spot for you to run? Uh, yes. Okay. So. Um, I'm going to go ahead and and take Sherry for a minute, and then um, I'm going to get up during the spot because I have an injury from my cat. All right. Go ahead. Sherry, hi.
4: Hey, Marianne. Hi. In your efforts to eat outside on a beautiful weekend like we had this weekend and to get good Mexican and chips, I had to try a couple different places this weekend before I found the right place. But I wanted to mention, I've been to Val's. I do like Val's. I think there's like a younger, hipper kind of, kind of yes. crowd that goes there, you Yes, know? but you're young and but hip, I, see. It is. It is. So I always feel a tad, a, a tad bit old, but I'll, but I'll go anyway. And they also have a great happy hour, which is probably why it brings in such a younger yes. crowd. Yes, yes. But um, I, this weekend I was working behind my computer all weekend, and it was beautiful outside. I needed to lift my eyes from the computer, and I said I wanted Mexican, and I wanted to eat outside. So okay. I told John, let's go to that place on Chapultepec." That I haven't been in forever, Barracuda. Ah. So we drove all the way out there and we got a parking spot right in front. And then I looked in and then I decided, because I knew they had, I wanted to be outside and needed to see sunshine. Yes. And I looked and they looked very busy, but the outside area looked shady. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't feeling that. I was just like, I wanted to be in the sunshine. Yes. It was very crowded and shady. So he looked at me and he's like, okay, as he does very kindly. And we did not go in. (laughs) And we left there, so let's just head back down to and go to El Tabo Real because they have an outdoor seating area as well. And we love El Tabo Real. So we get there again, loop around, finally get a parking spot right in front. And I look and I'm like, well, their outdoor seating area is shady too. <laughs> but it was also a happy hour, and I was hungry, and I knew he was. Because even so, when you go inside El Tabo Real, it's, it's sunny inside. Even if it's shady outside, it's always light and bright in there. So that's where we went, and the food was wonderful as always. But I get it. Like, when you want to sit outside, it's got to be the right conditions.
1: Yes, it does. It does. Josh, have you been to El Palo Real? Real because I, uh, I know that was a favorite of the guy who used to do the show before Patty, and he was a young guy. I want to go there because I've heard great things about it. I've never been. I didn't know they had an outdoor space. If it's a space I'm it's, thinking about, I'm surprised that there is an outdoor place. But I could be totally mistaken about where it is.
4: Well, it's, it's for, for old New Orleanians, it's where the Time Saver used to be because um, my husband will tell you that because he had his bicycle stolen from there like in the 60s. <laughs> someone stole his bike and we were sitting there eating inside and this little tiny little guy, little pretty cute, maybe three or four, rolls into the restaurant with his family on a little tiny bike and John's like, don't leave that bike unattended. You don't know what might happen around here. He'll never forget getting his bike stolen. But it's on a corner. Permanent where... scarring. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, right? It's stuck with him clearly. And he can sit in there and tell you, like, where the counter was, where the candy used to be. And it's really cool. The same old original floors in there are in the place. So much that there's a a kind of fun little slant to the building. All the the tables on the left side kind of slant with the old green and and white, beautiful old tile. But it's kind of charming. But there's lots of bright light and windows. But the the courtyard outdoor part is if you're – so you're on the corner of Napoleon where it meets Fountain Blue – and I guess that's the intersection of also Broad Street, I guess, right there. But if you're looking at the restaurant on the right hand side, I don't think it used to be much of anything until COVID. They never used it as an outdoor space. I think it was just storage, but they cleaned it up really, really cute. And it's just a nice little space. You still, I think you go inside to order, then you go, I don't think they have table service outside, but they have okay. table service inside, of course. But i got I got to kind of have bring Tom there,
1: because Tom's obsessed with the time saver. He would probably recognize the place. So I'm glad to know that it's enough of a footprint of the time saver that, well, I'm sad oh, about yeah. John, you know, <laughs> <it's> revisiting <laughs> I, old scars. But Tom doesn't have those scars, so I will bring him there for
4: sure. I, I like to remind John when he tells me those kinds of things. I... He has very um, good recollection of what the time saver liked. I'm like, I'm sorry I wasn't born yet, John. I don't remember when those things happened. <laughs> <laughs> I love to tell him that, remind him that he married a younger woman. So I don't remember when it was the time saver, but okay. he has very good memories. Well, Tom, memories. Will. But
1: the Tom wonderful. will. Tom absolutely Tom, Yeah, will.
4: tell Tom okay. and see if he remembers. Okay. The food is wonderful. Will.
1: All right, okay. you can hang on, but I have to, do, have to go right now. I have a spot to do. I'll, I'll let you think about it. We'll take a break and be right back after this.
7: Seafood has been a local favorite, serving their house made roast beef poor boys, seafood poor boys, and even a French fry poor boy in a fast casual environment. Here is an extensive menu of salads and sandwiches and fried seafood, baskets and platters, as well as sides like stuffed artichokes, meat pies, and jalapeno cheese bites. And we love the very attentive service here at Mandeville Seafood Restaurant and Market. Celebrating 25 years. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag Wake up to Paris. I get misty just holding your hand.
1: Okie dokie, I want to tell you about Chassasi Ham. Chassasi Ham is our local iconic ham, it's a 115 year old company. They don't only have ham, although the Shiseisi VIP ham is sort of the flagship of the operation. They have a bone-in ham. They have roast beef. They have several different kinds of sausages, somehow or another affiliated with Saints players, and then others that are affiliated with products, like there's a Tony Sachery one. There is also the Schatz Chili brand that they have acquired that all New Orleanians grew up eating and loving and have fond memories of. But the Chiseise VIP ham is the, the thing. That's the one. That's the cornerstone of the operation. It is silky in texture. It's got a fantastic flavor to it. It is what we know as ham. I know that Nancy, one of our uh, favorite callers, tells me about her grandmother who says that she went with her grandmother to uh, shop at, get some, quote, cold cuts back in the day. And when she ordered the ham, he said, we're out of Chiseise. And she said, you're out of Chiseise? Well, if you're out of Chisesi, you're out of ham. And that's the way we've always thought about it. And that's the way we still think about it. So ask for it to be cut. If you don't see it right in front of you, Chisesi VIP, that's the one that you want. It is available in all the stores. And if it's not in front of you, ask for it. They'll find it for you. see Go to chesecibros.com, chesecibros.com, to see the full line of products there. So did Sherry stick with us, or did she go? Yeah, she's here. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Okay. So uh, I didn't want to run you off, but a break is a break, and it's got to go yes, at, the sa- at the time when it goes. All right. So Absolutely. you told me you had a whole bunch of other things to report. You only have time for one more. So I told okay. you to spread them out.
4: All right. Outdoor eating this weekend. So El Pablo Real, I believe, was Saturday. Yesterday we went to Acorn, which That's is... so
1: funny. We almost ran into you. We were there but didn't stay. Really? <laughs> when was that? Yeah, what time? What time is that? Oh, uh,
4: it was probably around 1ish. Oh, okay, so
1: we would have been after you. Yeah,
4: okay. one thirty. It's so. a good place to go when you know out on a beautiful day. So how was that? It is. It is. It, it was good. We go there often, and it was a nice little secret at first, you yeah. know, because if you go early, like we like to go for breakfast, if you go before the museum opens. It's uh-huh. very tranquil and quiet, yeah. and uh-huh. of course, it's you know, it's there in City Park, in the same building that is the Children's Museum. But as soon as it gets close to museum time, which is nothing wrong with the running around with children and children, sure, right. or, that's just fine. But it's a very different vibe once the, once the museum opens uh-huh. and, the, and the kids are all around. But it's quiet in the morning. So we didn't get there until late, and we've got a place to sit outside, and it's just beautiful. And um, I got, well, they had, had gumbo Yaya on the menu like, as a special. Uh-huh. And, of course, it's a Brennan restaurant. Right. So I thought, well, let me, let's go ahead and try that. We'll just share a bowl. And then John got the chicken salad sandwich on a croissant and I got the roots bowl in my efforts to still try to um, <laughs> be healthy in my post-Mardi Gras, whatever it is I'm in. So I got the roots bowl and, and it was, it was, it was good. Um, it's like, it was a little bit of brown rice and it had roasted beets and, and carrots and kale
1: and sweet potatoes. About this. Let's think about this. You go to a Brennan restaurant. And order a Roots Bowl. Now, what is wrong with that decision?
4: I know, I know. But you got to understand this menu, it is very much geared around, most of it, towards children. It's eclectic, like, and that was, for sure, yes. Right, and that was kind of yes. part of my complaint in the beginning. I mean, you know, uh, they would give you, you, actually, even the silverware was kids, tiny. Kids like, can't tiny go things. without their parents, you know? <laughs> I know it was like little little plates and little forks and knives, and it was very cute. But it was small portions. But uh-huh. the prices were not for small yeah. portions. Well, now <laughs> it seems as though they've upped the size of their portions because uh-huh. I didn't even finish all of my roots bowl. Well, that's because it, it was a roots bowl and not a Brennan bowl. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Because it, <laughs> it, the menu, the the menu is very it's very different. But I feel like a lot of the charm is just. Sitting outside and looking out yes, over absolutely. whatever that body is—it a the body lagoon, board? yeah, lagoon, a lagoon or something. Some yeah, lake,
1: whatever. But yeah. all the turtles. That's all we get, get here. We don't have you know rushing water like uh, clear Colorado water. We only get lagoons, so you got to have to. It got to be satisfied with that.
4: Yeah, it's a body of water, and yeah, you can sit next to Any, it and gaze out over it and it, imagine it. that you're something right. else. That's right. Um, I, I just have to say, idea. if you had a bowl
1: of the gumbo yaya or the bowl of kale and quinoa and Ar- arantha or whatever they call that, um, farro and spelt, um, yeah. you know, you would, have, you would have finished the other bowl. You would have.
4: Maybe so. But, you know, I, I ate a, a little bit of the gumbo and, and it was good. But I was just kind of, I don't know. I, I guess when I saw Gumbo Yaya, and this is a Brennan place, my expectations were higher. It, to mm. me, it was just a well, good gumbo. It wasn't a mind blowing gumbo. Okay, but well, you good. know
1: that the, the Gumbo Yaya is the Cindy Brennan faction. And I mean, she's all by herself. She's only got Mr. B's, which is enough. And that's where the Gumbo Yaya is. I had gumbo at Dickie's Palace Cafe. And I thought it was really good cuz you know his his nephew is making the andouille for that gumbo. And um hmm. and it's it's exceptionally good andouille. Uh it's not a full dark dark roux. It wasn't all that dark, was it? I mean it was normal brown um, but
4: not dark dark. Correct. And I like yeah. a really dark roux, but it was, it yeah. was yeah, medium brown but yeah. I not thought too it was light. Good. It looked it looked yeah. beautiful. And yeah. it was good, but it tasted very much like the kind of gumbo that I would have at home. But John's was uh-huh. just cook, so, yeah. you know, but yeah. it, I was just not, not blown away. But there was nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with it, you know. And the service, yeah. of course, is always very nice. Right. And um, they have French truck coffee over there, which John really likes the French truck coffee. And it was just really pretty sitting outside. So I just want to give you another idea or an option of where to go with Tom outside, but you yeah. already almost went.
1: Yeah, but you know,
4: it's it's hard to find a parking place, which was funny because we
1: actually did have a parking place yesterday. And 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 I just kind of almost didn't feel like dragging Tom all the way back there cuz it's all the way around the back, as you know. I find the walk. menu to be not especially appealing. Do you find that?
4: I I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like I I wish yeah. there
1: was more in terms of interest, now maybe that is to keep the crowds down, and the only people that are really going to go are people who have kids in tow. But I would maybe. go, just like you said, on a sunny day and sit there and and you know enjoy something like that. But but it, <laughs> I just didn't feel it, it. You know, I actually wanted the hot dog, but I didn't. I didn't want it badly enough to walk to it. Go ahead, what?
4: Right. No, I so said maybe maybe it is. That's why the menu is the way it is. But it yeah. is. It's kind of a health-minded, I'd say, a little bit. There were a few yeah. things on there, like the thing I ordered that are the Ashna Eat Fit little symbol on it, you know. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, like I said, generally we like to go in the morning for breakfast. There's a grits uh-huh. bowl. It's just kind of basic breakfast yeah. food. Yeah. yeah. But well, it's okay. beautiful wrong with that in the morning. Yeah. You definitely can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong with that. So, anyway, but it's an idea that is. I don't know why there's so little parking. I have no idea. I was actually ranting about it yesterday as we drove around. We actually managed to stack a spot. But it's not like they don't have enough room. It's City Park. Yeah. It's giant. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And there's a gravel parking lot. Like, just add another load of gravel and make it a little bit bigger. But no one asked me. So, I did not offer my opinion. Well, but that's what they should
1: do. They probably couldn't do anything <laughs> about it anyway at the restaurant, so <laughs> I don't know. No, it's, no, no, no.
4: I meant like the, you know, just in general, like it's, yeah. you you, you know, build it, they will come. It's this beautiful museum, and yeah. it's a teeny tiny little parking spot, and it's have you know, mama's chugging around, like, you know, they've got the stroller and the baby right. and all
1: the stuff. Yeah, and it's, you like, you know, and you have to go, you have to get, you have to walk in order to get onto the thing that gets you to the, just it's, it's, I don't, it's. Anyway, whatever. It's All right, thing. so thing. just because you're here and have one more minute to talk, give us a roundup of the other places you will be talking about when you call in the future.
4: I have reports on Kingfish. I have oh. reports on Justine. Mm. Um, Luke. Okay. Where else have I been? Um, um, I've talked about Tan already. I'll have to think about it. But those are a couple off the top of my head. But okay. um, Kingfish Surprising Report. I'll call yeah, you about that I'm, later.
1: Yes, I want to hear about Kingfish because, um, you know, I'm not a particular fan of that group, but I am happy if Me it's either. good. Me either. Happy if, yeah, if it's so. a good report, they'll be happy to hear it. All right, that is it pretty much for the show. Thanks, Sherry. Always good to hear from you. Call us back and give us the rest of those reports when you can. Absolutely. And that's it. No Nomenu.com, dot That is where you will find Tom's 50 years worth of work, some thousand something pages. If you are wanting to find out something about a restaurant, you can go to the front page of Nomenu.com, <coughs> type whatever it is into that gray search bar. And very likely come up with three or four different articles to find out the answers to whatever question you had about it. There is also a space for you to sign up for our newsletter. That comes up twice a month. We have one coming out imminently. That is where the better content will be found and other things also. Uh, You can sign up for it front page, top right hand side. We have our Instagram we would love for you to follow us there at the New Orleans menu. I will post not every day as I was posting, but usually to promote something like new content, which I'm trying to do more of on nomenu.com. We would love for you to tell a friend about the show because uh, we think it's fun and it's informative. And I think that people would like it. And a lot of people, believe it or not, that used to listen to the show don't know that the show is still around. So I would very much like for you to tell them, and they may be very grateful to you for doing that. Tomorrow at the same time, well, at 3 o'clock, we are going to have, I should have asked Sherry for his last name, uh, Trey from Trey's budan on, and uh, we're going to talk about his little place up here in Covington. I have to say, I think his... Hogshead cheese is the best. I would have to put it side by side with Terranova, which was previously my favorite. But I think Trey's is the more modern version of Hogshead cheese. It's, it's not pretty. It's very, very chunky. And it's, it's more, it's a 2024 version of this old uh, Cajun thing Pork product, as it's called on the internet. But Trey's Boudan will be on, and then we have uh the following day, we have another Trey, which is odd. I can't remember his last name right now, but he is the chef at Josephine Estelle, and we'll be talking to them. And that's all I have time to tell you about right now. But stay with us. We're gonna have uh guests as we always do uh on the food show. Thank you, Josh, for sitting in for Patty. We didn't get to some other places that we went. I would have gotten in trouble with Patty anyway, so it's probably a good thing that she wasn't here today. WGSO New Orleans, it's time for the news. USA Network, 4 o'clock. Good night. See you tomorrow.